Take your SEO to the next level with SEO testing with Elida Solis from Orienti. Brought to you by Majestic, I'm David Bain and this is SEO in 2022. Alida, what is your number one SEO tip for 2022? For 2022, I believe that we have already reached a point in SEO maturity uh, that we are able to stop focusing so much on avoiding SEO issues and errors and trying to lift the base of uh, the websites that we work on um, from a crawlability and indexability perspective in the best shape um, and start focusing much more on how and where we can build up in order to grow our results and take the results into the next level and become much more competitive, building new initiative or developing new, new initiative uh, that really, really, really can connect in a much better way with our search audience. And for that, I do think that using new SEO testing platforms will become much more of a norm. And I highly, highly recommend that if you haven't yet started to use many of the very, I will say, easier to use and, and cheaper testing platforms, uh, you can start doing it so right away to not get behind this trend, right? So as SEO testing, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about split testing or something else? Indeed, A-B testing, for example, um, doing experiment, developing even, um, I will say like um, a, a little bit like a, sometimes we are asked to prove uh, to decision makers, right? What will be the potential, like what can be expected of, of certain efforts, especially when these are non-trivial efforts that require uh, not only technical, but also content and, and even product changes, right? And, and for that, I believe that um, we have now this tools that can be easily implemented through JavaScript, so for example, SMrush split signal can be implemented via JavaScript. Uh, SEOtesting.com is another tool that can easily connect with the Google Search Console. The same with CB, the new Cyrus Shepard tool. And then we have all the tools like Ransense, for example, that we, we, we leverage uh, CDNs, we leverage um, Cloudflare workers in order to be able to run this sort of um, let's say, tests that can become also pilot projects for our bigger efforts and can help us to um, show the impact without having to wait for ages, right? And also to make sure that we do it so uh, with a good testing framework, right? To, to, to establish a control groups, to develop these experiments in a, in a way that actually makes sense and we can prove that before implementing something in millions of URLs, uh, it actually makes sense for this group of different areas where we ha have already been able to check and validate that is good for our own specific context. And I think that that also solves a lot of this, it depends sort of uh, issues and challenges that we have in SEO. Like this, we can validate with this sort of pilot projects and testing projects that um, the context is aligned in this case to what we are recommending and uh, it's beyond best practices, generic best practices that sometimes will work, sometimes they won't. So are there, there are so many different things that can be tested. How would you actually know which thing to test to begin with? How, where, where do you get started? 
I, I will say that there are, of course, there are a lot of low hanging fruits, right? From from the metadata, the titles, meta descriptions that we show in search results. That uh, unfortunately, in the latest weeks, uh, we have seen. Uh, after Google updates that we have less control of. So for example, how we can or what, how we can tweak those uh, to make sure that Google picks up the, the, the actual content, content of title tags, for example. Or then actually that there's a lot of conversations about, oh, shoot, it's always more content better. And, and we have come to understand that it depends. It depends on what is the nature of the page. If it is a, um, a, a blog post or a, an article uh, that have an has an informational intent or if it is a category page or if it is a product page. And also depending a little bit of, of what is the role of that page through the customer journey, right? So uh, this helps us to identify, to answer questions, right? Oh, it, it, how many products should I be uh, showing for the sake of, uh, of uh, getting more traffic or referring more traffic to, to, to product pages, right? How many internal links or how, how, like, how can I optimize the navigation to refer even more traffic to these pages that matter the most? for me or et cetera, et cetera, right? So it allows us to validate a lot of, let's say, best practices that we know in general that should be good for SEO, but sometimes are not trivial to implement. And like this, we can confirm that these are actually good and, and won't be a wasted effort at the end of the day, especially if it takes a, a lot of non-trivial technical or content implementation, right? So should an SEO be concerned about the version of the test that Google is seeing? Because Several years ago, Google struggled with JavaScript. Nowadays, um, it's um, it, it can see um, um, within JavaScript and the, the content that comes from there. Um, so, what what version of the test is Google likely to see, and is this likely to impact the SEO, the conducting of the test? Yes. So, of course, this is this is the the I would say the positive here that able is now able to. Um, render JavaScript to, to process JavaScript. And the same with Cloudflare workers. We don't necessarily need to rely on JavaScript, but we are able to leverage Cloudflare workers to show the right version or the tweak version uh, uh, that we want of the group of pages that we want to test directly through the through the CDN. So the group sees the variations that we want. And, uh, and like this, we'll be able to see, yes, are this performing better? This is, is, is this variation performing better than the control group? So of course, it's good that we define very well the scope of this test that we expect that if, well, the hypothesis that we have uh, established, well, don't play as we want, don't end up being as, as we want. Yes, we can decrease in, in rankings or in traffic, but that should be okay. The, the idea is that we confirm if we are right or not, or uh, what we are, expecting will play like as, as we want before we release all the changes across all of the millions of, of URLs on our sites rather than in a specific um, uh, testing uh, group of pages or areas, right? Can you talk a little bit about how a winner is selected? How much data is required and what kind of percentage confidence um, does this software have to have in order to actually declare a winner? Yes, well, it's not trivial and of course it depends a little bit, but yes, as any testing, you need to have like a certain, and this is what these frameworks um, will allow you to establish and to be informed about, okay, like 
Do you have uh, enough traffic in order to be able to run this test? Um, for how long you need to run this test in order to declare a clear winner? Or um, if it is not enough uh, to do it? So yes, many of these tools and platforms that I am mentioning allow you to establish and, and let's say, configure uh, the whole testing uh, environment and, and framework. So it actually makes sense and you have good enough confidence in order to make a, a, a good level of, of certainty before declaring a winner. Okay, okay. But I mean, t typically, are you looking at um, a certain number of, um, of, of, of visitors that have, has to visit a web page in order to actually uh, make a test valid or a certain amount of time? Or how well, would you talk of, about? Well, well th this, yes, indeed. I mean, if you have a website with a few hundreds uh, mm -hmm. visits, it will be <laughs> very hard to, to do it. So yes, you will. You should be looking to have a non-trivial. I think it is split signals uh, from SEMrush uh, has mentioned in the past how they require like a minimum uh, level of traffic. And yes, this is in the yeah dozens of of thousands or hundreds of thousands of in, in traffic or something like that. So yes, you you need to have a minimum level of traffic at least. Okay, great. So, so you mentioned um, a couple of bits of software there, Split Signal by SEMrush, um, uh, and also SEO testing is, mm -hmm. is, as well. Um, yes. Well, what tool is maybe get best to get started with? Uh, and uh, I guess what are the pros and cons of each tool that you mentioned? So yes, um, well, seotesting.com, what it does is to integrate uh, directly to your Google Search Console and allows you not only to run A-B tests, but actually it, it allows you to run uh, time-based SEO tests that may be something that if you don't have, let's say, the technical capacity to implement something like J JavaScript in order to split the, 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 the changes or the variations, et cetera, across different group of pages, um, you, you might be good to start with, with this, right? So yeah, for a certain group of of, of pages, you, you you implement something during a certain time, then you run the test after this time, enough time to with another variation. So it allows you to run different sort of tests and integrate with Google Search Console. Uh, then you have tools like, for example, Semper Split Signals that they use JavaScript, leverage JavaScript, good Google Tag Manager. I have to say that actually Chris Green um, he presented in the latest ride on SEO uh, an amazing deck regarding how you can develop your own test, uh, testing uh, framework by using Google Tag Manager. So you can run this yourself if if you want completely. Uh, but of course, the positive of uh, tools like Split Signals is that they will allow you in a in a very nice interface in order to 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 be able to analyze and easily establish and and visualize if if the tests are going well or not, right? But it is completely doable also to, to implement the test yourself. And then, of course, there are other plan platforms like Ransense, right? That they allow you to implement this and it will run uh, not at the JavaScript level, you won't depend on JavaScript, but it will run uh, directly through the CDN uh, using Cloudflare, um, using uh, Cloudflare workers directly. Okay, great. Yeah, Chris Green, I've already interviewed him for this project and we talked about adopting an intent first mindset. Um, mm -hmm. Now for Running split tests, I actually use Google Website Optimizer, now, co now called Google Optimize, a few years ago. Um, mm -hmm. Are you familiar with that tool, and um, is that an option for SEOs as well? No, because these are UX-oriented, right? Okay. So the GoBot 
uh, well, it actually when uh, UX people, uh, specialists, they run this test, uh, there are certain best practices that we need to take. So Google does they don't, it, it doesn't get confused with the different variations and they don't end up indexing twice um, um, and there are inconsistencies with the way we want to actually well, see our, our website configured. Uh, so we usually or canonicalize one version to the other, um, et cetera, et cetera, or, or redirect one version to the other. Um, in general, like these are tools that are designed to run this test at the user level. These are tests that are designed uh, to test and to validate how it will affect our actual um, rankings traffic and from an SEO standpoint, right? Okay, great. Okay. So you've persuaded an SEO, I need to do the more SEO testing, uh, but they're very busy. So what's one thing that an SEO may have typically been doing consistently over the last five years or so, but it's diminished in value and they need to stop doing in order to spend more time on SEO testing? Well, I will say that there are a lot of rule of thumbs um, that we have, let's say, taken as a, as a given. And we are all sort of like, let's say, okay, yes, you need to optimize your, your title and the description to include terms. Um, and, and then you can use certain characteristics and variation, but how much is too much? So for example, with the latest Google update in titles, we have seen how sometimes the right title is not shown because we were sometimes over-optimizing the title and it was too long, for example. So we can, and, and I will say that title might be like one of those elements that have the higher impact, not only because of, well, the, relevance perspective, but also because of the, from a click-through rate and engagement perspective in, in SERPs, right? So we can test even how we are wording or showing or featuring information regarding the number of products that we feature or uh, more information regarding the characteristics of certain uh, uh, type of pages, right? So very straightforward to test, do a little bit of more testing of our titles, or even I will say um, those um, efforts that are non-trivial and sometimes we know that are good and we recommend and it's very hard for the company to implement because of how they require resources. So for example, um, adding uh, and, and, uh, descriptions, certain type of description, descriptions on, on category pages, right? Yes, but we have millions of them. So how we can write unique descriptions of them. So now we have on one hand tools to try to automatize a little bit the process. Um, but on the other hand, even automating a lot of the process, we still need human efforts and, and copywriting uh, resources, right? So how do we make sure, sure that the impact will be positive from an SEO standpoint, from a traffic standpoint? So we do a test, we run a test with a, with a, with a group of, of category pages and see if the impact is, is positive and it actually makes sense to add content and what type of content in those partic particular type of pages, right? Okay, so uh, Eleda Solis is SEO consultant and founder at AuraInti.com. Eleda, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2022. Excellent. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Check out the rest of the content from SEO in 2022 over at SEOin2022.com. <laughs>